This is the conclusion of Vladimir Putin's speech on March 21st, 2022, Part 4. Let's get started. Raise the minimum wage from the subsistence level and increase wages in the public sector. Ask the government to calculate the exact parameters of such an increase. And I emphasize, even in the current difficult situation at the end of the year, we need to achieve a reduction in the level of poverty and inequality. This is a quite feasible task even today. Ask the government and the regions to focus on achieving this task. And I would like to add that it is not only of an economic nature, as we all understand, but is also a matter of social justice. Right now, a great deal depends on the initiative of the heads of the regions on their willingness to take responsibility. Today I signed a decree giving additional powers to regional heads. They will be able to make flexible and prompt decisions to support our citizens, our economy, and the social sphere based on a real situation on the ground. I would like to remind you that this is the logic that allows us to take into account the situation in every region, every town, every village. And this is not the same everywhere. And this is how we have built our counter coronavirus measures. I am instructing all branches of the federal government in the regions to coordinate their work with the regional authorities in the next six months and for governors to create operational headquarters to ensure economic development and to personally lead this work. What should be the priority here? The key role in overcoming the current problems must be played by private business, which is able in a short time to restructure logistics, find new suppliers, and increase production of products which are in demand. On how quickly private business will find the necessary solutions to make them depends the preservation of employment, income, and wages of citizens, and generally ensuring the stable, rhythmic operation of the economy. Therefore, we, we must respond to external pressure with maximum entrepreneurial freedom and support for business initiatives. It seems like Vladimir Putin is trying to set his company up, his country up, to continue on despite the sanctions that we're placing upon them. This, this sounds like something President Trump would do. Would, would remove the regulations, would remove the hindrances to businesses growing. <clears throat> I ask the government, law enforcement agencies, and supervisory authorities to continue their work to remove unjustified administrative and regulatory barriers. I just said this. <laughs> All the more so we cannot distract business and regional authorities from solving the most pressing, urgent problems by burdening them with all kinds of inspections and control measures. One of the key problems for business now is the shortage of work and capital, the inaccessibility and high cost of credit. But the central bank was forced to take appropriate measures. In this regard, I instruct to implement the following steps. First, enterprises that fulfill the orders of the authorities and companies with state participation should receive money for delivered goods and services as quickly as possible and put them back into business. In this regard, I propose to increase the amount of advance payments under government contracts. Advance should, not, should be not less than half of the total amount of the contract 
and the term of payment for goods and services supplies should be reduced to seven working days. A similar decision must also be taken on at the level of federal subjects, municipalities, and companies with the state participation. Second, we must expand the opportunities for entrepreneurs to raise additional resources from development institutes. We are talking about expanding the work of the Project Finance Factory. It works here and works well. Practice has shown it to be in demand about providing resources for business investment plans through the Industrial Development Fund, one of the really good tools. The Bank for Small and Medium Business, and in addition, through regional support institutions, including guarantee funds. I instruct the government to allocate additional funds to the constituent entities of the Federation for such regional instruments. I would like to draw the attention of the government and our colleagues in the regions to the following. The most important task is to ensure the availability of goods on the consumer market. First and foremost, I mean essential goods, medicines, and medical products. It is necessary to promptly solve logistics and other objective problems that lead to price spikes. At the same time, we must eliminate, eliminate manual intervention in the regulation of prices. It is an increase in supply that should lead to a reduction in stabilization of, stabilization of prices. Separately, I want to address our exporters. In a situation where there are difficulties with supplies to foreign markets, we must not cut production, but on the contrary, send additional volumes of goods to the domestic market. This should objectively lead to lower prices inside the country, including prices for gasoline, diesel, bitumen, metals, and other export goods. I ask the government and federal anti-monopoly service as well as the regional authorities to constantly monitor the situation on these markets. Next. Given the new challenges Russia is facing, we must maintain and expand our long-term development agenda, including the continuation of all planned projects at both the federal and regional levels. We must make full use of our budget system's potential as an incentive tool. Federal financing for projects and construction projects will be provided in full as agreed. Moreover, even back in December, we decided to provide additional funding if the cost of construction has increased objectively. I think it's important to note that in the current situation, there will be no problems with funding from the federal budget. Our economy today generates a sufficient and good amount of revenue, and this means that we will not need to resort to emission. Simply put, the central bank will not need to print money. We have revenues, market-based healthy revenues. The problem now is not money. We have the resources, I'll say it again. The key difficulties are related to the supply of components, equipment, construction materials, and the organization of the contractor's work. Therefore, the timing and methods of implementation of specific projects and their stages may change, and this will require coordinated work between the authorities and business representatives and the forced implementation of import substitution projects. This is what is important. Y'all, it sounds like they are prepared for the long term and the long haul. Where, where are you seeing this from Build Back Better? You're not seeing this from Build Back Better. He's, saying, he's telling us it's okay that we suffer. We have, we have to suffer because we're being attacked. 
something's wrong, something is wrong. It is important to simplify the order of interaction between the regions and federal authorities to give the subjects of the Federation more freedom in maneuvering with resources as well as opportunities to launch new constructions and programs. For example, the regions have already been allocated additional funds for road construction. I'm asking the government to work on the issue of increasing funding for other infrastructure facilities that can already be put to work this year, as well as an increasing purchase from Russian companies, including for the renovation of public transport, for example. It is clear that the budgets of Russia's regions are now under a serious additional burden. So as we agreed, we're additionally indexing indexing fiscal capital equalization subsidies. We will also be using other measures to support regional finances, namely all budgetary loan repayments scheduled for this year will be deferred and shifted to the right, so to speak, while commercial loan repayments where necessary will be replaced with budgetary loans. I ask the government to study this issue in detail and delve into each specific case. Only this individual will work will lead to the desired result. In addition, the Ministry of Finance will provide an unconditional credit line to each region of the Russian Federation. It will amount to 10% of the total volume of revenues with a maturity date not earlier than the end of this year. We will maintain the volume of infrastructure budget loans. I'm instructing the government to organize flexible management of this program taking into account all the difficulties associated with the implementation of projects. I've already talked about them above. Regions must be able to quickly make decisions on changing the portfolio and content of projects and focus on those that can be implemented with maximum efficiency under current conditions. If necessary, we will consider a possible increase in the volume of infrastructure loans. It is possible. It can be done. On the whole, we will, close mon we will closely monitor the situation with regional finances and take additional decisions to support them if necessary. I want to stress that direct communication between all levels of power and a clear-cut algorithm are crucial now. The State Council and the Specialist Commissions have already proven their effectiveness. I ask the State Governance Committee, headed by Sergei Sabyanin, to work together with our government colleagues to identify problematic issues on the regional agenda, develop the best solutions and apply them to all of Russia's regions. We have had good experience in dealing with the ep epidemic. Dear colleagues, our economy, the state budget, and private business have all the resources we need to tackle long-term challenges. All the strategic national goals we have set for the period until 2030 must be achieved. The current challenges and opportunities they, they present should only mobilize us, and that is what we should set ourselves up for, aiming to achieve tangible results in the interests of our citizens. It is clear that our program will need to be fine-tuned, and the initiatives of the business community, scientists, and public associations are needed here. In this regard, I ask regions to get actively involved in organizing the Agency for Strategic Initiatives, strong ideas for new times form, where every citizen of Russia will be able to present their proposals and concrete projects aimed at developing their city, region, and country as a whole. I will repeat, 
the current situation is certainly a test for us all. I'm sure we will pass it with dignity, with hard work, joint work, and mutual support. We will overcome all the difficulties and become even stronger as we have always been in the history of millennial Russia. This is the kind of work that I want to set you up for. That was Vladimir Putin, March 21st of this year. If you hear anything that I say today, you need to understand that what is being portrayed in the news about this man is not the truth. You need to find alternative news sources. You need to listen. You need to search out the truth because we are being lied to. Putin does not want Ukraine. He doesn't want Ukraine. He's not trying to break up Ukraine. He's trying to protect the people in Donetsk, Donbass. It's been Christopher Radio Fire Radio bringing the truth. Hello? Can somebody hear me? This is Montana Civil Defense. Come in here, call Raven. Somebody please come in. Come on, Raven. Come in here, call Raven. Come in here to Raven. Talk to me, We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later.